Hi guys, welcome to the Extraordinary Believers podcast. Uh, welcome. If you're new here, welcome. If you're not, welcome back. Um, we've been expecting you and I really have questions for you. How has this episode been? Have you been enjoying this 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 season? I mean, this season, it has been amazing. It has been really amazing. So what do you guys think? How has it been so far? The, well, we've invited people to share their notes on different topics, their Bible study notes. And, um, you know, what we wanted to do was encourage you and, you know, stir you to study, to see how much answers, how much edification, how much growth you can actually attain by the scriptures. Um, so we're still going to continue. We still have, we still have, um, um, you know, quite some guests. Um, but today you have me, <laughs> you know, I've, I've just, I, pl- I planned this entire season to interview people, to, to talk with people, you know, so I thought you guys get less of me, but I don't know why I keep looking down myself because I also have Bible study notes, but I just feel like, uh, you guys always hear my voice every other, um, season. And so this should actually just be reserved for guests. But I mean, due to unforeseen circumstances, we don't have any guests this week. So you get me. <laughs> and uh, today I want to talk about something that is actually very important, which is the deity of Christ. The fact that Jesus is God. And um, what many people don't know is this, the fact that um, the fact that as a Christian, as believers, we believe that Jesus Christ is God. And it's a very important part of what we believe, but that's not how it is everywhere. For example, the Muslims, the Muslims believe that Jesus is a great, is a great prophet. Uh, you know, of course, after their prophet Muhammad. Uh, you know, so that doesn't tally with what we believe. Jesus is not just a prophet. Jesus is not just, he's not just a man, another man that just lived and worked on earth. You know, and then as for other religions. Uh, um, you know, they believe that Jesus is 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 an angel at best, the archangel. Um, you know, even in the Jehovah Witness set, changed some parts of their Bible where uh, that addresses uh, Jesus, you know, um, as God. Um, you know, so so there's that. So what do you have to say about that? If you were asked as a believer to defend the deity of Christ from the Bible, how would you do it? That's what we are here to talk about today. How do you defend the deity of Jesus from the scriptures? Because Jesus is God, um, you know, and I'm sure a lot of times you hear people saying, I'm sure a lot of times you hear people say, if Jesus is God, why didn't he just come out and literally say, I am God, let's just end the argument, end the everything. He could have just come out to say, I am God, let the everything end. But Jesus himself never said that he is God anywhere. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I mean, you don't even need that because we are going to show today even places that Jesus said himself as God. The Jews understood what he meant. This is why it's very important for us to understand the Bible, understand context, understand the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament. And that's what we're going to do today. Why is this important? Like I said, so you can defend it and, you know, and so that you can defend the deity of Christ, um, you know, everywhere you go. Another reason why this is important, like we, like we established earlier, is because it's a very important part of what we believe. 
it's a very important part of it's a crucial part of our faith the fact that jesus is god you know and then and then the third reason why this is important why it's important that you know this is that jesus cares about what we think about him jesus cares about what we think about him we see in the bible jesus asked his disciples while he was on earth he said who do men say that i am and let me tell you something if jesus was in our day to day he would do the same thing it's important who we think jesus is because jesus and all that he has done for us like i said before it forms a very crucial aspect of our faith and the deity of christ also is one of the most important things of of the christian faith jesus is not just a prophet he's not just an angel he's not just a man he was god and he still is god right now you know so let's 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 go into the scriptures let's go into the scriptures because the bible is replete with scriptures that can confirm the deity of christ um um you know even before jesus arrived on the scene so that people would not say he's the one that came and claimed that he was god even before he arrived on the scene prophecies had gone ahead of him that were confirming him to be god that we're confirming him to be God. So let's look at the scriptures. Isaiah 7 from verse 14. Isaiah chapter 7 from verse 14. Um, Isaiah 7 from verse 14. Um, I'm reading from the ESV. It says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah was prophesying here and he said, The Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin, talking about Mary, will conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel, what does that mean? Emmanuel means God with us. So if Jesus was going to be called Emmanuel, what does it mean? He's God with us. So why would he be called God with us if he isn't God? He is called God with us because he was and he is God. It's as simple as that. So that's one scripture you can please take all these scriptures down um you know if possible copy and paste them so that you can memorize them so that when asked impromptu you can always give give a response with scriptures um so let's look at another scripture we just looked at isaiah 77 from verse 14. now let's look at isaiah 9 from verse 6. isaiah 9 from verse 6 it says for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Who was this child that was to be born and to be given? It was Jesus. This was a prophecy about Jesus. I mean, you've heard it so many times. We use it for Christ Christmas carol almost every other year. We all almost know it often, off the top of our heads. So this child here was talking about Jesus and he tells us, that he shall be called a wonderful counselor the mighty god the child that was to be born was going to be called the mighty god why he is god he is the everlasting father which means even before he came as a man he existed already as god the prince of peace isaiah 9 from verse 6 apart from that apart from the old testament the new testament is also replete with scriptures that show that jesus is god and so let's 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 look at some of the scriptures john chapter 1 from verse 1 john chapter 1 from verse 1 it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god and then so it says in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god 
then in verse 14 it goes ahead to say of the same um, chapter one it says and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we have seen his glory glory as of the only son from the father this was talking about jesus this was talking about jesus the word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us in the beginning it was the word that same word was with god and that same word was god so this is showing us that not only is jesus god he existed since the beginning it didn't just start to exist when he became a man they didn't just give birth to him and that was his first time for uh, like that was his first time the entire lifetime and eternity jesus existed from the beginning and he was god and he became a man and brought amongst us so jesus is god um so let's look at another scripture um um titus titus 2 from verse 13. titus 2 from verse 13 to verse 14. it says waiting for our blessed hope the appearing of the great oh sorry waiting for our blessed hope the appearing of the glory of our great god and savior jesus christ who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people zealous for good works so this scripture tells us that we are waiting for our blessed hope the appearing of the glory of our great god and savior jesus christ what does this mean is this scripture is telling us that jesus is our great god and savior so we are waiting for his appearing we're waiting for the appearing of our great god and savior who jesus christ jesus christ is our great god and savior this proves that he is god he's the one who dwelt among us who became one of us and gave himself to redeem us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to present to himself a people serious for good works uh, so let's look at another scripture um first timothy first timothy chapter 2 from verse 5. oh god i love this scripture so much i love as a matter of fact when i heard it for the first time i memorized it almost immediately i couldn't get it off my head i couldn't get it off my mind um first timothy 2 from verse 5 it says for there is one god and one mediator there is one god and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. So this shows us that Jesus is God. Jesus, this shows us that the mediator between God and men is one person, Jesus, the God man. And so now we are proving that Jesus is God. Uh, we are showing the deity of Christ from scriptures. Uh, you know, and we're definitely going to address how is it God and man at the same time, um, you know, and all of those questions in coming episodes, um, you know. So, Colossians 1 from verse 19, Colossians 1 from verse 19, it says in Jesus that, it says that for in him, it says about Jesus that for in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily, so what can we see here we can see from here that the fullness of god dwells bodily in christ so when we see jesus there's no other god to look for the fullness of the godhead dwells bodily in jesus christ so let's also look at um 
I want to show us one profound incident from the Bible. I mean, there were like two, there were like two of this. Uh, I want to show us one. And I really hope that this dares you, this dares us to go back and to study, you know, study the scriptures. Study the scriptures, right? Study the scriptures. Um, so um, I want to show us one more scripture before we look at that. Um, Psalms 110 from this one. Psalm 110 from verse 1. It says, And the Lord, David, David talking, says, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. So the Lord said unto my Lord, This shows, sit at my right hand. Jesus is, Jesus is now at the right hand of the Father. You know, so this, also, this was talking about Jesus and this proves that Jesus is God. Um, so before we before we go to that incident, trust me, I've not forgotten. I'm just giving us more scriptures. John chapter one from verse eighteen. John chapter one from verse eighteen. It tells us that no one has ever seen God, but the only begotten Son, who is Himself God, and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made Him known. I want to read that again for you. No one has ever seen God at any time but his only begotten son who is himself god and in the closest relationship with the father he has made him know so this scripture is telling us that you've never seen god no one at that time had ever seen god at any time no one has ever seen god but jesus who is himself god and in closest relationship with the father came and made him know made him known to us and then um um john john chapter 17 from verse 5. jesus speaking he said and now O father glorify me together with yourself with the glory which i had with you before the world was so what does this mean what does this mean jesus was the one talking and he said the glory which i had with you before the world was which means jesus existed Jesus existed before the beginning of time, before the world was. He existed as God. Right? Um, um, there is one um, scripture in 1 Timothy. I'm trying to remember. Oh, grace is the mystery of Godliness. So let's look at that. So let's look at that. 1 Timothy 3, 16. 16 should be And um, it says, Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness god was manifested in the flesh it says without controversy great is the mystery of godliness god was manifested in the flesh god was what manifested in the flesh he was justified in the spirit seen by angels preached among the gentiles believed on in the world and received up in glory who was manifested in the flesh it was jesus and so Jesus is God manifested in the flesh. Jesus is God. Jesus is God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, and so um, one last scripture we will look at before we go into um, you know, those, the profound thing I want to show us. is Philippians 2 from verse 5 to 6. Philippians 2 from verse 5 to 6. You know, I think we all know it. 
now let this mind be in you which was in christ jesus i think we use it all of the time as a matter of fact um, um you know hold on my bible just went my bible just why did it go like that okay that was nlt so let's go to nkjv it says um let this mind be in you <laughs> which was in christ jesus who being in the form of god did not consider it robbery to be equal with god you know the esv version says you must have the same attitude that christ jesus had though he was god he did not think of equality with god as something to cling to so this verse tells us that jesus was god but he had a servant mentality he did not think of his equality with god as something to cling to so this shows us that jesus is god so uh lastly let's look at one profound uh you know thing that happened in the bible now in the bible in john chapter 8 john chapter 8 verse 13 jesus had an encounter with the pharisees at the feast of tabernacles um the feast of tabernacles was one of the feasts that um, the people of israel observed in john chapter 8 from verse 13 and so jesus told them i told you that you would die in your sins for unless you believe that i am he you would die in your sins john 8 24 he says unless you believe that i am he you will die in your sins now if you look at um if you open um i just want you to quickly check it out john just want you to check it out john 8 24 if you look in your bible you would realize that that's he is put in italics and this is one rule of bible interpretation you know we are still going to talk about this in this um, season not only are we just presenting people to talk to you about the bible we are also going to show you how to interpret the bible and rules of bible interpretation how to understand the bible how to study the bible so that you can also go ahead and maintain this culture do it by yourself and do it for yourself um so now if you look at now to what we're saying in verse 24 if you look at the he there you will see that it's in italics normally in the new testament when you see um words in italics like that it means that it was not in the original copy it was not in the original manuscript it means that it was added you know it was added that the people that um, translated the bible felt like oh this would help better understanding so they added it to help you understand it better so i am he but the real um manuscript says i um therefore i say to you that you will die in your sins for if you do not believe that i am you will die in your sins that he is not in the original so take out it. then then they asked then they said to him who are you who are you you know um so now let me tell you what was happening so if you go further in john chapter 8 you can read the entire john 8 please i beg you to do so if you go further in john chapter 8 from verse 58 um you know jesus was talking to them they were they, they were you know just going a bit of back and forth and then jesus told something 
to them you should read it this is so interesting you should read it jesus told something to them in john chapter 8 from verse 58 he said truly i say unto you before abraham was i am so you take note of that statement i am right earlier and you take note of that statement the same i am in john 8 58 the same i am in john 8 54 and 24 and so what is this i am statement this i am statement was jesus declaration that he is god that he is god i mean you remember you remember the the, the story of moses with the bus with the burning bush should i say sentiment i am right you remember i am that i am i am basically so we can also check um other places you know in the book of isaiah in the old testament where um you know this was um, this was um this was what um, he meant isaiah 41 from verse 4 isaiah 46 from verse 4 uh, i want to see if i can read at least one Mm. yeah even to your old age i am and even to gray hairs i will carry you this was god speaking um so isaiah 41 from verse 4 isaiah 43 from verse 10 to 13 verse 25 to Isaiah 46 from verse 4 Isaiah 48 from verse 12 these these are scriptural reference from the Old Testament and Jesus here was declaring that he he, he is God I am and see you might just read it like oh I am me okay great and you are passing it by but the Jews knew what he meant and even in john chapter 13 from verse 19 jesus said now i tell you before it comes to pass he was talking about he was talking to his disciples he said now i'm telling you beforehand you know i'm paraphrasing i'm telling you beforehand that when it comes to pass you may believe that i am so jesus was telling his disciples what was going to happen to him beforehand i was going to die he will be betrayed and all of that and he was telling them that i am telling you this so that when it comes to pass you will believe that i am so that was jesus there declaring um um you know that he is god and so if um um you know he said jesus said to them most assuredly i say to you before abraham was i am see you might just read it like i am i am great okay i am but see the jews knew what he meant do i should i show you how how i know that they knew what he meant look at verse 59 the same john chapter 8 verse 59 says then they took up stones to throw at him they wanted to kill him the jews why did they want to kill him they knew what he meant that he was identifying himself with yahweh of the old testament with the i am god of the old testament for this they wanted to stone him why because it's blasphemy there are sometimes you see in the bible that jesus said some things he taught some things and after that they picked up stones to stone him what do you think it means i think you should look into it they knew what he meant so you might be reading it today and just be like yeah i am he is i am okay but they knew what he meant they knew that what he was saying was that he is god that is why they picked up stones to 
stoning. There's also one incident like this, uh, uh, you know, in the Bible, in the Bible as well, uh, based on, um, oh, based on a prophecy, um, <clears throat> you know. So, but I'm not going to be able to show that today. Um, but I really hope that you have learned, um, you know, a thing or two from this um, chapter, from this. I really hope, you know, that, um, you know, after this, you will be able to, oh, you know what, let me just actually show it. Um, I really was considering, by the time I looked at the time of this episode, I was trying to um, decipher if it was going to be too long but um i mean this is the day where we are talking about the deity of christ so i just want to show you that one last one there's so many others in the bible but i think at least i will show you too you can then go and study and find out the rest um you know we see several parts of the bible that jesus was called the son of man the son of man the son of man i mean we see amongst many places in um john in mark um you know where it says that the son of man did not come to um, the son of man did not come to steal um, he came that we might have life um you know different parts of the bible where it says i think mark i'm trying to remember where but mark chapter 10 um i think if you go downwards towards that chapter 45 i'm um, sorry episode uh, i said episode <laughs> sorry that i'm trying to be so fast that's um, um verse 45 mark mark 10 verse 45 says the son of man did not come to serve do not come to be served but he came to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many so the bible the bible called jesus the son of man and jesus called himself he was speaking here so jesus calls himself the son of man very often and see the the, the jews wanted to stone him for this the jews wanted to stone him for this why because a lot of us we just read uh, yeah the son of man we sing it son of man son of righteousness but what does that actually mean what does that actually mean um you know we look at daniel chapter 7 daniel chapter 7 daniel chapter 7 daniel chapter 7 and i want us to open it i want us to all read it together um so uh, daniel 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 here daniel chapter 7 um sorry give me a minute i'm using your version <laughs> for this um, um using your version so daniel 7 from verse 13 from verse 13 it says going further going further 13 it says i was watching in the night visions and behold one like the son of man can you see that same son of man that jesus was calling himself so what does this scripture say about the son of man i want to read it in esv because nkjv just makes it a little bit 
uh, I want to read it so that you can understand. It says, And I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, there came one like the Son of Man, and he came to the ancient of days and was presented before him, and to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, all nations, and language should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and a king and his kingdom is one that shall not be destroyed so you know when you sing that song every tongue in heaven and I shall declare your glory every knee shall bow at your throne in worship you be exalted O lord and your kingdom shall not pass away oh ancient of days so it's from this scripture it's talking about the son of man and he said that his dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom is one that shall not be destroyed so now you can see you know the reference to jesus being called the son of man so jesus was not just saying oh uh, you know I am him. I'm the Messiah. Oh, I'm the Son of God. No, he called himself the Son of Man. He called himself the Son of Man. He called himself the Son of Man. And when he was being, um, uh, when he was um, standing, uh, you know, at, at 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 trial, he said, "I am," and you would see the Son of Man coming with great power and glory. So at that point, he confessed his deity openly. So this, so when you, so this is why Bible interpretation is so important. This is why, uh, this is why you need to, this is why you need to really open your heart, open your minds, and you know when you are studying the Bible. So I really hope, um, you know, that this, um, this helped. I hope that this blessed you. Um, I hope that uh, you know. Uh, so I want to also give you something. In 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 Matthew, the term "the Son of Man" it appeared thirty-two times. So you so what you can do now, go to your Bible and then search. If you're using U version or um, um, Bible study Bible, you can search the Son of Man. I mean, if, um, I mean, uh, the soft copy. You can search "Son of Man" and you will see that in Matthew it occurs thirty-two times, in Mark fifteen times, and in Luke twenty-six times, and then in John twelve times, right? Where Jesus was called the Son of Man and where he called himself um, um, the Son of Man. Um, so yeah, I really hope this helped. Um, I really hope that this blessed you. I hope that this, uh, you know to you beyond reasonable doubt if you have any questions feel free to send them the extraordinary believer um at the extraordinary believers sorry at the extra believer on instagram and then the extraordinary believers at gmail.com if you want to send us an email please send in your questions and we'll be more than willing um to answer so i really hope this blessed you i really hope the scriptures were enough for you to uh show um, you know the deity of Christ. I'm really sorry about the times where I was probably stopping. It was probably because of I wanted to be sure of the verses that I was quoting. You know, I wanted to be able to check it out and see that it's true of uh, verses I was quoting, and I also wanted to be sure that I was also um, reading the Bible just so I'm not saying everything from the top of my head because I think I've had to. I, I really love and I'm passionate about this and this subject, so I definitely 
did memorize the scriptures off the top of my head. So yeah, until next week. Bye.